Abstract Athlete Podcast, where art and sports collide. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Remember to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Also wanted to remind everyone to stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com and beginagintoys.com to check out our new product line. So excited about the podcast today as I get to speak with wellness advocate and consultant, mentor, coach, and former University of Virginia and NFL linebacker, Wally Rayner. Make sure to check out some of the stuff he does on Instagram at VA Pro Elite. And you can check him out on Twitter at Rayner Wally. That's R A I N E R W A L I. And make sure to keep an eye out for his new platform called I Am, which should be coming out soon. Let's welcome Wally Rayner. That was bizarre, man. Yeah, I was in there. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. I was in, I didn't know. Yeah, I was, I did the Zoom, I had it on for um, the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Shit happens. Look at you with your VCU background. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I got the VCU background going. You got to make me feel like I'm at home. That's right. Right down That's the street. Right. How we doing, man? I'm awesome, brother. Thank you for doing this, man. I know. We've been talking for a little while. I think the first time we talked, I was in the middle of Montana or something, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for doing this because uh, I've been wanting to chat with you for yeah. for a minute. Um, I've actually this is it's interesting. I've had a bunch of football uh, former football guys on this season. Uh, just had Brandon Coleman, um, who goes by Soul Cole now. Uh, had a, I have a former Buckeye, which of course I am a Buckeye and another oh, Buckeye. Okay. Oh yeah. Born and raised, played baseball there, all that stuff. Trey Henderson, Trey Henderson from Hope was one of my young guys. He's up there yeah. doing, doing he's, good thing. He's a baller, dude. Both he's the running been, backs, man. And the, yeah. obviously the quarterback, my, my old school days of throwing the football around the yard. So, <laughs> so we were hopeful that we're going to get there this year, get past that team up north, you know how that yeah. goes. So, but dude, thank you, thank you for doing this, man. Like as I said, I've been wanting to talk to you. Like we were introduced from a mutual friend, and um, you know, form you're a former NFL player, played at UVA, uh, but you have like a real good connection. Like you coach and you do some mentorship, and you have like a really, I I I guess I'll call it a passion for mental health, mental wellness, and so like I definitely want to get into like all the like pretty amazing things that you're doing, um, including like your, your history of in, in the league and, um, yeah. and, and all this stuff. So, um, I don't know, really know where to start. Like, I guess, and we can start off like you and, um, did you play ball with Billy McMullen at UVA? Is that how you became friends? Yeah. I played okay. with Billy. Uh, just, I'm just a little bit older than Billy. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think a couple of years older than Billy, okay. maybe three. But you guys started something, was it during COVID or right before well, COVID? Well, man, actually, man, um, my, my cousin, uh, Terrence Edwards. Uh, oh, yeah. 
coming out of the foot coming out of football and um you know you you usually get lost you yep. know even though i prepared you know graduated architecture from uva and you prepare yourself to after football um you know it was a void there and um with that void being there you know i just stopped working out stopped doing a lot of things just said i'm just going to relax and just 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 chill out but it was a void there and a lot of different, you know, traumas that I've seen, you know, through my life that I never dealt with that actually pushed me to the highest level, which is the NFL. And uh, my cousin, he's really into, you know, the clinical part of it. And, um, you know, he kept coming around more. I'm like, man, why you keep coming around? You know, what's going on? But he saw something that, you know, I didn't really see, but I was feeling and I just took it and, and, and grabbed, you know, grabbed it and went from there. Just started looking within, you know, changing the way I think, what I eat, all of that. And, uh, you know, we're here now. And so, I, you know, from this aspect, man, this is what we teach the young people. Um, not just young people, people are dealing with trauma as well, you know, to feel the feeling and to, to you know, not hide it, not drink it, smoke it, whatever away, but to feel the feeling. And then go right at it and um, give them different ways to how to not really cope, but how to live life and productively. And, and that all comes from within. No, and I think that's why I, when we talked that first time, we had that connection because I think there's a big overlap in what we're trying to do and what you're doing in terms of there is, I mean, it doesn't have to even be sports. It's like that definition of life. Yeah, exactly. It's life. It's, it's that you know, cause you were growing up, you were an athlete and that's all people thought who you were. Correct. I mean, I had that same experience and so many athletes have that, but it's just, it's really anybody. Like when we look at a business person, well, that's all they are. They're a business person. It's like well, perception. Yep, exactly. And, and I always tell people your perception is not my reality. Yep. And so, you know, I graduated architecture and, and, and I, and I play athletes. So I was a student athlete. But the way society is right now, you know, they just view you as an athlete, just with a ball in your hand, that you don't have a voice, that you don't have, you know, intellectual thought processes and things of that nature. And that's why I wear this shirt, which is a company that we have, is which is I am. Yep. So I am everything that I speak into the universal. Oh, that's what I become. So being intentional about what I put into my body, but also being intentional about what I speak with the words. So, um, yeah. Now, dude, it's, it, it like that re really resonates with me because that you're, you talk about these things that I've, I've spoken to a lot of former pro athletes and me on a lower level, like I could have been drafted to play baseball, but my parents wanted me to go to school. And when right. I, you know, I mean, whatever hindsight, hindsight, but like that, I remember the day when I quit playing baseball because it was over. And then like, well, who am I? What am I? And it's a hard thing to digest because, you know, we, you know, that perception becomes reality in our own selves. Because when people say you're an athlete, you're an athlete that you start, you believe that and <clears throat> you believe that's the only thing that you are like for, for me to hear that you went to architecture school. I actually started out in architecture at Ohio state and man, that's tough. That's yeah, tough yeah. to do both, both, uh, being a student athlete and being in architecture school, that's just, that's, that's hard. And that, yeah, like, I think like giving you a standing ovation for doing that, because it is like, it's a tough thing. 
Well, you know, the thing about most athletes, what they say is 10,000 hours, right? Yep. So the, to, to be able to make it um, and to be able to not just be there, but that eight, nine, 10, 11 years in the NFL, you know, it's 10,000 hours. So you are what you do. Um, regardless of what people say, you know, I'm this, I'm that, you are what you do. So if I'm a professional athlete, the amount of hours and the amount of attention that's going to be into a professional athlete or even a college athlete is tremendous. So you really are what you do. And, I, you know, on the offseason, I put the same into architecture. But, you know, that becomes your molecule makeup, you yep. know. And, you know, when that's your makeup, you have to basically reprogram to get back into society. Um, I had a balance, but being an architect and doing things on the offseason. But like you say, it's, it's still hard, man, because I've been playing football since I was, what, eight, nine years old. And, and, and the endorphins and... Uh, everything that go with that, my body needed that. Yep. You know, they did a, a study of, of my blood and did study of a lot of NFL players' blood. I actually, blood makeup is different than the average man. Yep. You know, the, the, the endorphins, the molecule makeup is different. So, you know, you think different. And so when you don't, when you have that understanding, you learn how to deal with it. But if you don't have an understanding, you're looking for other things to give you that high yep. or those endorphins. And uh, a lot of times it, it does, it's not good. And yep. so, what we do, we teach the young people, listen, your body is, and your mind makeup is a little different. So start understanding that. Um, when you have understanding, you can deal with a lot of things. But if you don't have understanding, you're not, you can't be intentional about stuff. And so you're just doing a lot of different things. A lot of, a lot of those things may you know, end you up in trouble. Yep. Are you still, are you still doing architectural things? I mean, are you? Uh, yeah, I still, I still practice it, man. It's, That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. And also doing, you know, in doing systems as well. So, I'm a big, um, my, you know, I'm, a, I'm I have a big thing with always accomplishments. You know, that's what life is about is accomplishments, and and I, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I, I stay hungry. You know, and most time people reach a certain pinnacle, they make the NFL or they get an architect degree or they do something, then they're okay. Um, the driving me wants more. Yep. Driving me wants to know how much more can I conquer? How much more can I sub, you know, you know, get? Um, and and that's just a lot of people don't have that molecule makeup. So I use that as an advantage. You know, when people say you can't do something, I go and do it. You, know, you can't be a chef. I try, I go and we'll get in there and, and work it up. Um, so I just use that as motivation. Um, so you know, I just try to teach the young people that same type of motivation or people in general. Don't become satisfied with yourself. You know, that's that's um, that's when you become weakened. That's when you become vulnerable. Always striving to get forward. And that's what life is. I think that's that I, I talk to my student athletes or students in general about what, what you just said is that it's that dog mentality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's total dog mentality, <laughs> but it's that, it's that, it's that competition. I think that's why, why athletes, and it doesn't have to be a professional athlete, but just athletes in general have that motivation that they don't take no for an answer and they will outwork you. And that that's why like in, in my class, and I always think that athletes make great artists because yeah. when they get, when they find something that they're interested in. And that can be anything creative. It can be writing music. It could be like dancing. It could be playing guitar, whatever. They will, they will get so focused on getting better. Right. Like it's, it's, I just, I think everybody should be 
an athlete in some respects because I think it teaches discipline, it teaches ritual, it teaches so many life lessons. And then we bring in this creative side and talk about like how good creativity is for our mental health and wellness and all these things. Like, did you notice like when you were taking architecture in school or even, even now, like, did you notice like that, that kind of balance, I guess, is a good way to say it, like between like your physical so, activity and that creative activity? Well, absolutely. So my, my, my sons and I coach over at Trinity Episcopal High School. Yep. Uh, and I always tell the, the folks over there, this is school that I needed when I was younger. Um, I love the school, you know, diversity, um, but the forward way of thinking and um, just being more than an athlete. Um, they, you know, they have art, they have design, they have all these different aspects that you can go into that actually peels back these young people that you're so much more. You know, you're an abstract athlete. You're more than just an athlete. Absolutely. And um, when I was younger, growing up in West Charlotte, man, I tell people just the other day, I used to paint. I used to paint. Um, and uh, to me, I used to get lost in it. You know, I used to get lost in my own, you know, kind of my own zone. And I tell people whatever, especially young people, whatever you can get lost in that's good for you, do that. Whether you're doing art, whether you're doing painting, whether you're doing music, you know, find something that, you know, that you like to do. And to hell with what everybody else think. You know, I was a football player, star player. You know, I was a tough guy in, in, in my neighborhood. But I used to paint and I could give a damn about who thought what. Because that what made me feel good. That what took me away from my environment. Um, China Way football did. And so I always encourage young people to do that. I encourage people to do that. Because too many times in, in life we get stereotyped or we get pigeonholed. You know, as a person, you know, you do this, get up nine to five, go this, and that's it. You know, people don't even, they just going through like on a treadmill. They don't even know what they like. They haven't experienced different things. They don't even know what they're, what they really have in them or they haven't peeled it back. You got some people that love to cook, some people that love art, that want to, or love the photography. And 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 they never went out and, and peeled that back and, and tried that. So we try to express people to do that, to peel back that you are so much more, especially the athlete, like say the abstract athlete. <laughs> it's true though, man. And yeah. side note, you guys won the state championship last year, did you not? We won it last year. We're 9-0 this year. Yep. And uh, we're looking to go get, um, we, we're actually, we're going to get the second one. I actually was at the game, by the way, because, uh, do you know, oh, yeah, yeah uh, the championship game, do you know Nigel Williams? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we work with, he's a painter and uh, he's, Great painter. Yep. Collegiate kid. Yep. Yep. And he, yeah, he was, he coached, uh, he moved actually out to Chicago um, with his girlfriend and is. Because uh, he was in Northwestern, I think, at first. He, well, he he played uh, football at Tech, at Virginia Tech. Okay. Oh, no, no. Okay. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking about another Nigel. And then he was on, I think, the Bills. Yeah. And somebody else, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like a great artist. He's a he's in the business world. He's actually uh, in grad school. I actually wrote a letter for him. Um, but I think like what you're saying, like I, I you talk about these things that that for me they seem to be changing. Um, but that kind of stereotype, like you're a big dude, like and you're you're not supposed to like have creative outlets and you know like. But he's like, screw that. Like this is what I do. Like I think back to like one of the what we consider like the godfather um of, of art and athletics to me 
is, and I'm totally spacing on his name, uh, old school guy that played football and, but he knitted and, and he okay. played, played at Penn state and stuff. And this is back in the fifties. And, yeah. and it's like, you couldn't do that back then, but he was doing it. And, and it's like those kind of things. Like we work with Tony Mandrich. Remember Tony Mandrich, like mm-hmm. huge offensive lineman, blah, blah. And he makes these beautiful photographs. And to me, it's like that, like a person like that walks yeah. into a room, you know, he's a, you know, football player just by, by his size. And, but then you realize he is an artist and it, it starts knocking down those walls. It starts knocking down the, the, you know, removing those stereotypes. It's like, Oh, I can actually do both, both things. You know, I say, I, mean, I, I always say it's a permission thing. It's like you guys give people permission to be creative, which is, it's amazing. I mean, that's that part. And then also, you know, give people the, the, the right to be themselves. Yep. Um, you know, when we talk about knocking down barriers and walls, I grew up in West Charlotte and it was always barriers pull up, you know, and, and when you start getting understanding, you know who you are, you know, you don't even give energy to those barriers that people put up for you. Yep. And that's our whole thing. And that's what I am. And I am power. Um, what we represent um, and be a pro elite, you know, that giving people that power, going back to source, being who you are, being your true, authentic self. In the hell with what everybody else think. Yep. And and so that's with athletes, that's with uh people in general. Um, and we actually coming out with a we have a um we're coming out with a sustained energy that is 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 that I am power. Um so being intentional about what you put into your body into your body, uh also being conscientious about what you put into what feeds your subconscious mind. Yep. And that I am power is basically the food everything that's made up the food that's going to help you have that energy, right? Because energy is power. You know, you can't paint or you can't do multiple things and you can't be creative. If you don't have the energy yep. and everything is energy. So that's what, uh, you know, this, I am, um, do you guys have a site for that already? It's coming. It, it'll okay. be dropping here in, in cool. probably like January. <laughs> um, so people always ask me, I, hey, Wally, I want, you know, I'm 46, and people always ask me, like, look, man, I want, what you, I want whatever you want. I want whatever you want. So, you know, I'm a vegan man, and um, I've been a vegan for a while, and, um, you know, I eat I eat from the earth, and uh, my energy level is always high. And so we put together um, everything that I take, you know, whether that's, you know, uh, lion's mane, mushroom, ginger, et cetera, all in one. And a great tasting component that's good for the body, good for the mind, uh, for focus and energy. I'll have to connect you with a doctor that's part of our company that's at VCU, uh, Dr. David Sifu. And he's a traumatic brain injury. He's also a vegan. Mm. And he will talk about brain health in terms of like the nutrition and what you eat and like meat. Meat is actually, he, there's studies that show that meat actually causes dementia like in the future yes. and so like he like he would be a great person to have on your board or something and he's like an, i love to speak with him asap because that's absolutely. this is i want to say my i buried a lot of my, my my closest good friends um because they call it brain injury um but just in general um understanding what we put into our body is energy everything is energy and being conscientious of our molecule makeup what we can and the law of cause and effect you know what causes what you know we we look at stuff and say oh he had this but it's always the law of cause and effect yep. you know what contributed to it yep. so 
you know, that, that's the whole thing. It's amazing to me, though, because it's not something that I ever would have thought about growing up that meat eventually, like, changes the brain. Like, you know, like, right. it's, it's, it's... Meat, it's, sugar, yep. um, sugar. all of those, you oh. know, they, they directed a Lincoln, a Lincoln sugar to dementia. Yep. Um, and so we have to be conscientious of the amount of, you know, glucose sugar that we put into our body, have a balance, uh, eating high frequency foods that balance these things out. Yep. And so that's really getting the young people and all people being intentional about what they put into their body and also what they, what, you know, what they feed their minds, you know, what they're looking at on TV, what's going, the frequency that is going between their ears, you know, all of that, all of that is holistic into the healthy, you know, uh, body, healthy man or woman. No, and that, that has to, it, do you think back about that stuff? Like in terms of like when you were growing up and, and what we like, I, I, you know, we would eat fast food growing up. Like it was, that was the only thing we could eat. And, and just like, it's amazing to me, like how in 30 years, I'm 54, so I'm older than you by the way. <laughs> and, but like how, how much we pay much more, we pay attention to what we do put in our bodies and, and nutrition and, and physically working out and di like, it's just interesting to me, like how much it has changed. And like when I was at Ohio state, it's actually funny. I tell this story, like, uh, you remember Chris Spielman, well, his, uh, yeah. his brother who, uh, was my lifting coach at Ohio state. He, and he actually became the, uh, GM of the lions first. And then I think he, he was with the Vikings most recently, but just like, it was like, it was so random how we would, I mean, we would have lift days and stuff, but like now, like when I see my, my students, student athletes at VCU, it's just like, this is what they want you to put in your body. Your, your workout schedule is this, your blah, blah. You know, it's like, it's so much more disciplined and, and, and regimented compared to what, you know, like, and I, I, I told this story to, uh, God, I think it was. Sold. I think it's. I I think it's so much more discipline, but I, the more we the more we change for the better, the more we stay the same. I say that because everything is due to the thinking, right, and understanding um, and attacking the subconscious mind. You have to, you have to. My grandfather always told me you got to have this thing called God of War, right? You can continue to eat the the, the fast food and be, and that be, be stays you. And, became, and continue to be sick. That's what they're going to push on the TV and the radio. And that's what they're going to push in your subconscious mind. And so if you're weak, that's not weak. But if you're not intentional, that's what you're going to continue to do. And you're going to continue to have these uh, bad vices and things of that nature. Now, younger people with technologies have advanced, you know, in general of understanding how to take care of myself and how to take care of their, their parents and this, that, and other about what they put into their body. So everything always go, goes back into the mind of being intentional about whatever you do. Um, and that's why I said the more things change, the more things stay the same. So some people want to just stay the same. They want the old routine that their great-grandfathers great, great and grandmothers did. Or, but those that want to keep advancing, advancing in life and want to um, have a high frequency and want to be creative uh, in this life, those are the ones that are intentional. And that all comes stems from the, you know, what your thoughts and the thoughts are directly related to the gut. They call the gut the second brain. Yep. So what I put into my body, that's going to push out the the frequency of thought process that I have. And the young, a lot of young people are getting to getting to understand that. Yeah, no, it's I, I, it's so cool to me to like to hear you 
talking about this because again, like it's, it's inspiring and, and influential because it's not, you know, like even just like when you're mentoring or coaching or working with the kids, you're also influencing the parents, you know? Yeah. And, and <clears throat> that, that to me is like such a big, a big issue too. It's because you need to get the parents involved in this stuff too, because it filters down. And, and, yeah. um, but it's, it is like, it's, it's such a huge change about, for me, like to, you know, to, again, like to think back, I remember, I, was, I can't remember who I was talking about. I remember playing football in high school and we had this girl that was in our class start doing yoga. And back then yoga was like, you know, it was like crystal -y stuff. Right. You know? It's like, and we were doing, I was like, what the hell is this? You know, it's just like, I had no yeah. understanding. And now it's like, everybody's doing it, which is great because we need yeah, that. I that do yoga. Mind, body, spirit, like act, action. It's all one. Yep. I mean, were you I doing mean, this, were you doing this in your football career or did this all come after the fact? Well, you, I, I was doing, always been a, a kind of what they call a health freak, workout freak, things yeah. of that nature, but it just advanced to a lot more. You know, becoming a vegan, you know, I never ate pork um, and I cut back. I stopped eating. Um, I stopped eating red meat in 2002. Okay. And so I was just eating chicken and fish. And then I cut that out, you know, back in 08, 09. Um, and just, you know, just everything keeps evolving. And like I talked about earlier about. I'm always attacking, always want to evolve, always want to get better. You know, I do that, emphasize that in my own life, whether that's eating, what I'm thinking, um, and always want to keep creating and getting understanding. Yeah. Um, so it was a natural process. Yeah. Now it, it's, I, again, like it's, <laughs> I always tell Dr. Sifu, like I'm about as close to vegan as I can be. It's cheese. <laughs> yeah. like, and he said, Oh yeah, that's the hardest thing to get rid of. Yeah. It's like, you know, every once in a while you just want to have a pizza or something. And it's like, Oh yeah. shit, I gotta... they got vegan pizza. Yeah, you got, <laughs> got open cheese, cashew cheese. Yeah. But like, I'm not real big on the soy thing. I always do. I study stuff. Soy is not good for it. So I don't eat a lot of soy. I don't yep. do soy stuff. I, eat, I really eat from the natural earth. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it and I, I'm always studying, you know, for every, you know, uh, I guess illness or something, man, it's something in the herb that can combat that. And so it's just taking study and understanding our body and molecule makeup and what goes with what to combat. It's the law of nature, the law of cause and effect. And we can always, um, and we just don't take the time to do that because yeah. we, we're so disconnected. That's the word I tell people, you know, with, and I have three cell phones, but cell phones, TV, technology in general has disconnected us from our true self. And which is I am. And when you bring back the meditation, the yoga, all of that brings back you back into your true self. Then I can, and then I start understanding myself better and start putting in high frequency foods and have high frequency thoughts. And then I can be creative. You know, I can be that abstract athlete. I can see, oh, well, I, I'm really good at this also, or I want to try this. But if I don't, and I continue on down the stereotypical, just so you're a human being, you work, you work, you work, you die, and I don't do anything else. Um, I don't have, and I just eat whatever I want to eat. I don't understand what, you know, what goes into my body. Then I have these, it's dormant. That that energy is dormant in me. And so I can't be that abstract athlete. I, I can't create, I can't have complete understanding in things. So that's, that's just a part of life. Yep. Do you ever fast, by the way? 
And you, are you a fast? I only eat, I, I eat once a day. Yep. That's pretty much what I do. Like I eat, I, I usually have like a little thing about four o'clock. Like you, I make soup every week, like a big pot of soup. And I, I just, I'll have to give you some cause I literally make a big pot yeah. of soup every week. And, um, and I'll have something like at four between classes and then I'll have like dinner at seven and that's it. And man, cause it's energy, man. You know, they, yep. they did the study about, you know, having that empty belly or they call it fasting. That's how you really have these creative thoughts. You know, you've been fooled and being bogged down, you know, it makes you dormant, makes you, you know, sleepy, makes you lackadaisical. And, but I only eat high frequency foods in general, but I found after going vegan and then being intentional about what I eat, I have so much energy and I sleep better. You know, I, I get about four hours of sleep and, um, you know, my four hours of sleep is like REM sleep. And so it's, it's, it equals like a, a eight, nine hours or someone else. Yep. No, that's I, 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 the fasting thing to me. I, you just said the thing that I've noticed the most, cause I've done it for about a year, maybe year and a half at this point. And I am, I'm like alive all day for lack of a better way to say it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that afternoon. Like when, if you yeah. eat something at lunch, you're like, and it's like, I yeah. don't have that. I'm like, I'm ready to go. And then at night I'm, yeah, I just like, I hit that wall. And I'm like, I'm good. And I sleep like a baby and I wake up yeah. and I'm ready to go again. And it's like, it's pretty amazing. Like how it, it's silly. Like I, call, go ahead. I call it, you know, you, you eat to live, right? I tell people like, if, if you got a car and you're not going anywhere, I don't need to keep putting gas in that car. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no. I mean, it just it, it also depends on if I go and I get a you know workout workout you know strenuous workout two three hour workout you know I gotta feed you know the mind the muscle I, I can't starve it so I give it the, the proper food but the days that I'm not working out I'm, I'm just you know kind of at the desk or just you know chilling around I don't need to I don't need that I don't need that energy I don't need to I mean I'm gonna have the energy I don't need to keep feeding myself. My is the, is, the, is the IM program besides like the nutrition stuff? Is it going to be like workouts, like components? I, I, I am is 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 a movement. Yep. You know, I am. Of course, we have the the, the, the components of the the energy, um, sustained energy, but it's the movement. It's the the, the the wholeness of everything that we talk about today. Of as far as going back into self, you know, um, not just what I eat, but being intentional about you know what I listen to, being intentional about the energy that's around me. You're right. So I am is being intentional. I am is the power within self, you know, able to exert that out into this world. Yep. No, that's I I like while we're sitting here having this conversation, like I keep thinking, I, I mean, have you approached like this this program like that you're creating, like this fits into all colleges. I can imagine yes. this going into the NFL to others like to all all sports. Like it yeah. really truly like you know, the hard part is to get people to pay attention, you know, especially student athletes like we, you know, that unfortunately that, you know, they just, they don't think, but man, this is something where like, there's proof in what you're doing. Like this idea, Absolutely. like this is going, I mean, I'm, I'm a prime example of it. I don't, I'm not a big component of trying to sell things or do this. This came forth organically and naturally. And um, like what we talked about with the student athlete, like everybody has to, before you have a good game, you have to think about seeing it. You have to envision yourself having a good game. You have to practice in a certain way. You have to be, you know, kind of intentional about what you eat. But this right here really makes you intentional about your thoughts, right? And, and you know. It's all connected. Connect, oh, it's all connected. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. Everything is universally connected. 
And, you know, once you know this, that's the power. Yep. And you become powerful individuals. And so, you know, we bring in a, a, a we bring in a sustained energy, but we also bring in the movement and bringing young people back into self and all people back into self because technology is technology regardless, but it kind of has taken over and we want to bring people back into self without the technology and, and have that understanding. And then you have your power. That's getting your power. So I am power. And that's the name of the, 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 the drink that we have in this I am power, but I am is the, the total movement. Yeah. Now it, it I, and I, the, my fear is that we're getting deeper and deeper into the technology, this whole metaverse stuff. I mean, it's just like, are we just going to just disappear into our little f- headphone? Like, it's just but that's the that's the intent from 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 a lot of people. You know, yeah. if you are not higher high vibrational thinking and and all of those things, then you can be can I say control meaning like you can be you like a zombie. You're not creative, you know, and that's why we lack in school system. We lack in so many ways um, because a lot of us tend to just go you know on that treadmill every day and not and be intentional about what we eat, what we think about. And so we, we're not creative. And so, you know, that's that's the whole deal. You you put on this earth. Each one of us are put on this earth to be creative in our own right. And um, yeah, I mean, seriously, you just hit the net. Like I say that all all of us are creative. Doesn't yeah. I think sometimes people think creativity is just painting and or drawing. Right. It's like, no, it's yeah. literally unlimited. Like, what do you want to do? Like, I, and, and what's your gift? You find out your gift. Right. You know, mine is, you know, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm an energy shifter. I understand my gift. My, my energy is always high and I'm, and people feel me. You know, I don't have to be the most articulate speaking this than other, but people feel me because, you know, that's my gift. And I always knew that was my I would, gift. I would have loved you as a coach, man. Like, I mean, I, yeah. no, because like, I mean, I, people say that I'm motivational and I, I don't like that tag that like, I don't want to be a motivational speaker, air quotes and shit, but it's like, I, I just get excited. I get excited by ideas. That's like, yes, exactly. Like that's, I'm, I, I, while you're talking, I'm just like, I'm getting like, yes. Uh, you know, and I already, I already worked out this morning, but I, like, yeah. I'm going to have to do a second workout because yeah. I just think that these ideas, they do, they, they, they shift culture, you know, like what you're doing is going to shift culture. And it's, it's, I mean, that's exciting. Like, and it's, it it's valuable. The- it transcends the, the the human anatomy or whatever you know you know because energy is everything, and whether that's food, our thoughts, the frequency that we put through our ears. Once we start to understand that, we become higher frequency beings. So it transcends you know all humans, and so we we speaking to the direct core of civilization, and that right there, what you're saying that that's what it is. The Abstract Athlete is sponsored by and in partnership with Begin Again Toys. Begin Again Toys is an eco-friendly and educational toy company focused on sustainable ways to explore and play with a goal to inspire children with stories of innovation, adventure, and good old-fashioned fun. For more information, visit beginagaintoys.com. you quit like what was what was the hardest part for you when like when you got out of football was it that 
a, a lot of people always talk about the locker room, the camaraderie and stuff. Yeah. And and was that like the hardest thing? It's, it's someone told me and I talked to a guy, it's, it's, it's like, you know, being a wolf, right? Your whole life, you're usually running with wolves. And so your makeup, you know, you know, the pack, whether you're the alpha or whatever, or beta, um, you used to be in with the pack. And then all of a sudden that's gone. Yep. So the thrill of, of working towards something every day and conquering and then going to conquer it again and then conquer it again, that part. And then the physicality part, physical physicality part, but then also that camaraderie of being in the locker room with the guys, being around, you know, that working towards that common bond, um, you know, those things all together. It's like you hear and then it's going away. It's like you have a big gap, you know, a big space in that that's that's missing. And so, but once you start getting understanding about it, you're like, oh, okay. Then you started doing things and putting yourself in Situation is around people. That's one reason I went back to coaching the young people um, because you start getting that understanding, not just like I need to do that. I need to play football, but you you start understanding this is what I'm missing. This is what my body needs. So I got to fuel it that way. And you like your son is a is a football player. He's did he commit yet? I know you were when we talked last time he was visiting schools. But and I, I, I three, guess it, go ahead. three sons. One of them is uh he's a twenty he's a uh, twenty three, and so he's committed right now to uh, William and Mary. Nice. He's a linebacker. He's nice. a linebacker. And then I have a middle son who's uh he's the top safety in the state, oh, and shit. he's going through his his process of of looking at schools in which he really want to go to. Yep. Then I have a thirteen year old thirteen year old son that's <laughs> coming up. He may be he may be better than all both of them. <laughs> well, of course he's got the two brothers to beat him down. That's how it goes. I, I want to make sure I say this, but my daughter, my daughter's in college right now, so big nice. up to her. She's a big softball player. Oh, nice. Brian, yeah, up at Bryan University, and um, she she's I always call her my little me. She's that <laughs> she's that 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 seed. She's that star seed. That energy, and um, you know she is. I am. Yep. So I, I, yeah, I love her to life. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I guess like what you're doing, like you're, you're coaching at Trinity, but is it something where you would want to get back into college or, or pro? Is that something, I mean, obviously like what you're doing with IM, that is going to affect more people than like a team, but there's the intimacy of team too. Like there's, I mean, there probably can be the intimacy of the I am as well, but it's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a, there's I, a different- I, me personally, I just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm fluent. I'm flowing, you know, like water. And when you fluent, that's when you, I'm living present right now. And a lot of people don't live in the now I live in the now. And so this gives me the biggest joy just to think about, I'm able to coach, you know, two of my sons that's, that's on the same team and they're great, great young men, great, great leaders. And to be able to witness and be around that. Um, and so, I mean, I've gotten calls from, from colleges, um, you know, wanting to come coach and stuff. Um, I just believe everything is when the time is right. I don't force anything, you know. And so when you don't force things and you allow them to flow, that's when you get the best out of stuff. Yeah. So right now, this is this is where I am. Yeah. This is where I am. And I'm <laughs> loving every minute of it. Hell yeah. You haven't yeah. lost a, you haven't lost a game in two years. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we, we don't plan on losing either. <laughs> That's the best. I love that. No, because I, it's, I mean, another thing, like, I think in the lines of coaching is like teaching. Like, is it ever something you have ever wanted to, like, 
go back to teach or go to teaching. I mean, it's di different. Like it, I, I call myself an art coach. It, it, it's in my blood, man. Yeah. My, my pops was actually a teacher for like over 30 years, kindergarten. Yeah. So he always like, man, it's in your blood, but I believe teaching is, is every day. And I, I, I'm a big component of, 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 you know, playing your feet where you stand. And so teaching is every day. The young people, you know, even people, you know, our age, people older, you know, we're always learning, we're always teaching. And that's just part of what I'm talking about, being fluid and, and flowing, because you're always learning and you're always teaching. And so, you know, I believe teaching in that box of, of going and teaching kids, I, I, I get that. But my whole life, I've been, I've never been in that box. No one could ever, you know, put me in a box to do things. So I teach, I teach every every day i'm teaching every day i'm learning so i just look at it life as a as a whole holistic thing and, and, and just flowing but um yeah we all we all are teachers i i no i love that because it's true i, I mean we we continually learn i i personally i go into class and say i don't, I don't know, know what i teach maybe life i'm gonna bring you i'm gonna bring you into my class if you want to sometime yeah. Um, the, the art and athletics class, it's working okay, with yeah, definitely, definitely. student athletes because I just had, um, soul Cole came in. I've had, do you remember Jay Richardson, uh, yes. played with the Buckeyes and the Raiders and the Seahawks. I do. Um, good, good buddy. His uncle is part of our business actually. And, um, and I had him come in last year and it's like, for me, it's like, you know, I can sit and go in there and talk to my student athletes and stuff and say, you know, I, I was an athlete, but you know, but I'm their teacher. When you bring somebody else from the outside world, they, they ears perk yeah. up. They're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> man, I definitely want to do it, man. Let, like, let's put it together. ASAP. Oh, totally, totally, totally. That's great. <laughs> so I, I always love asking, like going into the football questions, like how, like who was, who was like the toughest guy you played? You were a linebacker. Like you're, you were a baller. I remember watching you play, like you hit and like, who, like, who were some of the guys that were just like, Oh yeah, this, 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 you use the word dog. This is a dog right here, man. You know, I always tell this story and I told it on a, on a, on a podcast last week or two weeks ago, whatever. And one of those guys was, I, I could say Jerome Bettis. Bettis was a dog, man. <laughs> but I played against some dog backs, you know, big shout out to my guy, Fred Taylor. Um, <laughs> You know, LaDamian Thomason, um, Jamal Lewis, you know, oh. um, those, those guys, man, those guys were dogs, man. It's, it's just one of them things where, like, you know, everybody's a soldier until it's time for war. You know, love our soldiers, no disrespect to our soldiers, but we're talking about that that dog mentality. You know, football was, is the closest thing to war. Um, you know, not, not war, but it's the closest thing to war. And big shout out to our soldiers. But, um, you know, going into it, man, you know, it's one of them things where nobody's backing down. You know, sometimes in high school and college, you know, you're the bigger, you're stronger, you're tougher. Everybody else is going to back down. Like, in, in that high level, hey, they willing. <laughs> Everybody's willing. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's one of them things. That's why it's the alpha or the alphas. Um, nobody's backing down. You know, nose, teeth knocked out, nose bleeding, <laughs> broken fingers. Nobody's backing down. Let's get it. Yeah. I, I, I look at Derrick Henry now. And I just don't understand how people even tackle him. Like he's a he's a freight train. Yeah, yeah. D D Henry, he's been doing it for a while, man. I, I but I think about I think I don't know. I think Derry may be six four, six three, but you gotta think like Eddie George is six three. He was six three, two forty. 
You know, Jamal Lewis was, you know, six foot, 245 pounds, running a 4340. Uh, Fred Taylor, you know, six foot, 235, you know, running a 4340 on in grass. You know, uh, Jerome Bettis is you know, 5'11", 280 pounds, <laughs> running a 4'5", 4'6". So, you know, these guys, and I get it, they just not used to those type of guys because it was a different game back then. But yep. all those guys back then are touching that ball because it was a run-heavy game when I played. Yep. You know, you had to be a dog to play. Yep. I just had uh, Eddie George's offensive lineman at Ohio State on last week. Uh, yeah. Jamie Sumner, great, great dude. And he's like, get, he was texting me last night about he's getting back into creativity and stuff, which is, hey, like, it's so awesome. You got to get, we're gonna get this. I am power to all of them, man. Oh, dude. You know, uh, no, dude I, energy we got. I, I want us to collaborate. Like we, absolutely. you know, I think like we're, we've, um, the last two years and we're doing it again this year, um, the NFL, it's the professional athletes foundation, which is part of the NFL. Yeah. We do, they do this thing called smocks and jocks and we've helped them out the last couple of years and we'll be doing it again this okay. year out in Phoenix. And I just think if you're out there or if you're not like, yeah, to be able to promote it, like, uh, yeah, let's, we definitely going to get together. Awesome. man. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah. No, because it's just like, like we speak the same languages from different Absolutely. spots, but it's the, it all meets in the middle. Like, because I think, you know, I, I use this all the time and I, cause I, you can tell I get excited. Like <laughs> just, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you're, it's, it's what you're doing is, is inspiring. Like, and it's like, it makes people like realize that they, you can take control of your life. You have the power to do that by Absolutely. eating right doing creative things every day, doing physical things every day, moving, like you use the word movement. And it's just like those, and it's, it's simple, but it's hard because it, if you don't get into that ritual and, and right. that, that, that it, it's, it's hard to get and into that We're humans are habit. Yep. And that's just been intentional about the habits that I create. And that's what we were talking about with people just eating, you know, this or whatever they want. That Those are habits. And so it's been intentional about creating these good habits and creating these good habits so you become, I am, powerful because it's all in you. And that's what you eat, what you think, and creating these good habits, that's when you're going to get the best out of yourself. And that's how you're able to get the best back into this world and being intentional. Yep. How So... Like, give me, and, and I, I ask this question a lot, but give me like, what's, what's the five-year plan? Like, where, where do you see this? Where do you see the, the IM program? Where do you see you? Um, and how, like, out in the world? <laughs> I, I am the movement. Um, I see, you know, multiple thousands and thousands of seeds of I am, those that are becoming powerful uh, within themselves. Uh, coming back again, athletes, uh, ordinary people, doctors, lawyers, painters, whatever, being intentional and in raising the, the, the frequency of this world. Um, but also, you know, gaining energy, drinking the, the, the I am power um, mix of, of, of having sustained energy. So they are able to uh, think on a higher plane and bring creative activities and, and creative aspects back into this world. Um, so, you know, I look at it as, as more of a, a red bull on steroids that's actually good for you. That's actually good for you. You know, that's actually universally good for the, the, the overall human existence. Yep. 
I've only had one Red Bull ever in my life, and I think that's the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. It's not good for you, man. So awful. all this is good for you. All this is natural. Is good. Anything that's natural is pretty much good for you, you know, in some component. You know, you do the study of it. So I am, like I said, bodies all of that holistically and brings you back to self. And when you are self and you are your true authentic self, yep. what I put into my body, what I think, what I give off, the energy that I get off, that's the energy I'm going to receive back, which act, and ultimately raises the frequency of the world. I'm going to also put you in, in touch with uh, Saul Cole, um, who played with the Saints, because I, you guys, he's he's um, into the meditation component, but I think okay. like the language of what you guys are talking about and that the energy and, and just yeah, I meditate. Yep. Oh, I do too, man. Like I, I think it scares some people. Um, and so like, I always bring the creativity thing into it. It's like creativity is a sense of meditation in some ways. If, if you can get there, you know, you know what, man, like to me, it doesn't really bother me if they're scared or not, man, because when people first view me, they, they, they have their own because the physical eye, you know, Guys like yourself and other people who are C's out here, um, you know, you don't view only through your two eyes. You, you view through the energy, which is the gut. And so that's how you get understanding of knowing how a person is. And that's just really us teaching people to go back to see that, not just viewing with your two eyes. That's just the 3D concept. You know, that's that can fool you. You know, view with your gut. View with what they call that call that that your third eye, yep. and so that's when you really understand people, and you really understand life at its truest essence. Yep. So I, I always like to ask this too: did, Do you still, you obviously coach, but do you still like watch college and pro? Man, I still love the game <laughs> to its essence. I'll be up at UVA this week, man, nice. uh, bringing you know my son and then and um, which is Zaire Rayner and then Davion Brown. Young Phenon, 2026, he has about 12 offers. Um, he'll be up there as well. But I watch the game. I love the game at its truest essence, not all the other BS. But, like, it's, at its truest essence, man, and playing the game, I love it. Yeah. No, I – right here, we're winning it this year. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The Ohio State. That's right, man. Y'all, y'all put on my boys, man, up at Penn State. My guy Pondexter up there, man. Y'all put it on him last week. So. I it, that was um, Penn State at at Penn State is always a tough ass game. It's just like, I mean, it's just the environment. And man, that fourth quarter, just all of a sudden, they just flipped the switch. And I don't want it to be like that against the team up north. I want us to like do a hey. little beat down on them, but. Like Al Davis said, just win. Yeah, absolutely. That's all it is. So, just win. well, dude, I, you know, I, 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 in my opinion, I think I could sit here and talk to you all day, but I know you're a busy guy and stuff. Yeah, we so. got to do it again, man. Yeah, no. And I want to get, I, I want to get together. Um, like as I said, we're we're in the same the same area and stuff, and because I yeah. do I do think that there's tons of collaborative things that that we have Let's do it. overlapping and stuff, and um. The, the last thing I always ask people is because I always add music to each episode. What kind of yeah. music do you like? And it, I, I can't use other people's music unless I do have a couple, couple friends. And I actually, I actually, you're going to love this. I was in a rock band. Actually, Eddie George used to accidentally see my band because he lived above the club we used to play at in, in Ohio. But yeah. I, have a, I have a song called All I Am. 
So mine, <laughs> my favorite music, man, like I'm intentional, man. I mean, of course I listen to hard rap and stuff like that. That's before the game. But other than that, man, I listen to high frequency sounds, you know, okay. 563, uh, you know, um, those type of frequency. That That's what I, that's what I usually, um, you know, get, get at. So whatever high frequency sound you have, you know, <laughs> 693, 653, let's put it on. Let's get it. That's <laughs> You can consider that done. That's right. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the, the football player I was talking about in the 50s, I remembered his name is Rosie Greer. Played at Penn, Rosie Greer, okay. Played at Penn State, and then he played in the pros for 10 years. But okay. he, he like, started knitting, and, like, you know, in the 50s, like, that was a totally different game. Um, and, and for him to be doing that back then, he's kind of like the godfather as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, well, dude. That's good stuff. Thank man, let's you. talk, man. I, I shoot you a text, man. Let's talk, man. I definitely want to let's Absolutely. get together. Absolutely. I'll come out. I'll come out to the state championship again. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a great day, man. And thank All you. Right, we'll call soon. Yes, All right, sir. later. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. Wally is doing some amazing things. Uh, he's such an incredible human with unlimited energy and his enthusiasm is totally infectious. And I think you could actually feel that in the conversation. Really excited to see his I Am program continue to grow. Honored to have him on the podcast and I really look forward to having more conversations down the line. Remember to check out some of his stuff. You can go to Instagram and it's VA Pro Elite and on Twitter, Rainer Wally. That's R-A-I-N-E-R-W-A-L-I. And again, keep an eye out for his IM platform, which should be out there soon. Remember to stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com for information and news. And also go check out beginagintoys.com for our new product line. Do not forget to listen to the other podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. We will see you next week. And as always, do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there. Mm-hmm.